Welcome to the sixth episode of Juggle Jabber. I'm in Berlin, standing in front of the Katakumen, where I'll have a meeting with Stefan Singh. Juggle Jabber. Stuff. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. Do, you, do you do the tea? Do you clean the tea? No, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Now we did, and it's it's on camera, so forever. Let's taste. You wanna share what this is? Yeah, I love green tea. And this is like a Japanese sencha tea. Ah, you actually, did you, did you already know or did you? It was written. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you see it, like uh, if it's sencha or sincha or kyokuru, you see it. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a tea expert at all. Like if I drink, then I drink herbal tea most of the time. Okay. So all these names of the, are they different treatments or are they, are they actually different plants? Yeah, yeah. You there's know? like, there's like sencha tea, which is like the first flush. Mm -hmm. And then the second, third flush, it's a sencha. And if they sometimes they put they put like a straw mat, like a three months before they harvest it, and then it's more soft and uh, it has a different taste. Okay. So yeah. So it's the treatment of the plant the itself. And, of yes. the plant. and then you can create matcha out of it and uh, matcha. Matcha. You don't it's know matcha? A, it's all the Japanese names, I suppose. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I'm not. Matcha is like. A, it's like green tea, but like they make it to like a super thin powder, mm -hmm. and it's very strong. Yeah, because these are whole leaves still. These are whole leaves. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. I have to learn about the green tea <laughs> if I dive into this. It's very good for chuckling because, like, if you drink coffee, like you go crazy for half an hour, mm -hmm. but then uh, like somehow you fall down, and like this green tea or like oolong tea, it's like it makes you. So at the end of this interview, you'll be like. All up to yes. uh, <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, uh, I just thought really shortly we can start. Uh, you studied German linguistic and philosophy, I read, but this is obviously not what you do. How do you, how do you move from there to here, being a professional, performing with your own show? It's a that's a big question, but I'm sure you've done it in a short introduction before. Um, like I started to juggle when I was thirteen. Um, for five years, I was juggling like hell. Um, and it was pretty clear for me, okay, I want to become a professional juggler, I want to mm -hmm. make my money with it. Um, but for whatever reasons, with 18 to 19, I stopped juggling and um, then I decided, okay, I go to university, I study philosophy and German literature, not linguistic, mm -hmm. but literature. Ah, and somehow, it sounds a bit cheesy, but uh, with the thinking, I understood that I don't want to think. So. Um, the thinking said to me, hey, the moments where you don't think are actually the moments which are the deepest. Mm -hmm. So um, then somehow I, I refound back the chuckling and uh, then I was staying with it. Okay, so do you consider then the, the move, the moving that you do not thinking? Like is this an automatic process or how is that translated? I'm sure there's some activity in your mm -hmm. mind. Yeah, 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 for sure there are some waves, they are always there. Um, it's a bit like um, if you listen to music and the music is wonderful and you really hear the music, you really feel the music, you're really one thing with the music. Mm -hmm. And then if you say, wow, this music was so nice, if you say it in your head, in this moment you are out of the music. Yeah. And yeah. it's a bit the same with juggling. Like uh, you do something, you improvise and like for whatever reason something works very nice. And as soon as you say, wow, this was cool, mm -hmm. you're out. Or as soon as you start to laugh, or it's a bit the same with dropping. Like actually, if you drop, it's something very cool to drop. <laughs> um, 
but as soon as you have like an emotion like oh no it shouldn't happen or mm -hmm. or ah, it doesn't matter uh, um, as soon as this happens you are out of the game actually and so it's a bit like with with the thinking like with the philosophy there I did it with a lot of passion so I was really like every day I was in the bibliotheque mm -hmm. and I was working there every eight hours and I was reading reading looking writing reading rereading writing and then if you come out you just have like a motor in, in, in your brain and you go through a park and uh, also very cheesy but you don't hear the, the, the bird singing no. because like it's like so like somehow I understood okay it's wonderful but like it's not my thing I want something so in juggling not even afterwards to analyze or for sure analyzing is nice if you do this happens in the brain right yes Definitely, but like if you analyze conscious with consciousness, but like pretty often we, we value the things, and as soon as you value, I don't know, you put it somewhere, and like in chuckling you should not put it somewhere. You can think afterwards, mm -hmm. uh, wow, this was cool, or you can look on video what you did and you think, wow, this was nice, or you could think, okay, I, I have to teach, how can I structure my chuckling, and there analyzing is very very helpful, or it's. Uh, important it's like a, a sense we have so uh, but it has to happen with consciousness mm -hmm. so there's separate and processes also as like if you are if you do something unconsciousness like uh, this should also happen with conscious you should say to you okay now I improvise and I really try to lose control but it has to happen with consciousness that now you are unconscious Yes, like I get, I get, yeah, they're yeah. very, they're very, yes. very different chucklers. Like some people are very good in improvising, but they are not able to uh, reproduce it. They are not able to finally create something for the stage. Mm -hmm. um, but but you see them and you think it's unbelievable what they do. Yeah, but they're just not able to do this. Because as soon as you go on stage, you need to plan it in a way, I guess. So then it's yes. analytical back? Or I don't know. You need to plan it or you just need to be able to reproduce. And then... Um, can you do I it? Can you get the same unconscious feeling on stage? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. With a lot of training, it works. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, but also like the things which are happening in improvisation. Okay, there are different ways of to improvise. But like, if something happens very nice in the improvisation, you also could say stop. And then you repeat it three, four, five times, or you find words to describe what happened, and then it's not lost. Mm -hmm. And then, then you can make, then you can take something out of the improvisation, and you can make it to a choreography, which then you can reproduce as much as you want. Yeah, I see. It's, I, I wouldn't even be able to envision how to learn this training of the mind to you can do this unconsciously, but. Indeed, it's a I don't know, just whatever, yoga, meditation, just, uh, I don't know. You practice these skills separately? Yes. Your, your method is in yoga and meditation or what is it? Not yoga, but like, I also can say like, just be very sensitive if you're breathing. Mm -hmm. Take time every day to breathe. Um, accept, like, if you have to wait, wait and don't take your mobile out and watch <laughs> yes uh, like, i think in a certain way it's a kind of 
it's somewhat it's a problem, but like uh, and then do it for the sake if you're juggling performance, yes. Yeah. In the modern mm-hmm. times, like we are very afraid of uh, waiting. Mm-hmm. Ah, I recognize it myself <laughs> for sure <laughs> too. Of emptiness and like, but like in this emptiness, pretty often there, there because you are empty, there can happen the thing, mm-hmm. or you can have the idea, or like, uh, or just sit there at the bus station and wait for your bus and uh, just try to breathe very intense in your stomach. Keep it there, breathe out, be empty, breathe in. Do you still have time in your life to wait or are you jumping from one thing to the other? Because I suppose in professional life, you have bookings, you have travels, you have you have a kid, you have a wife, you have a house to pay for. <laughs> uh, for sure, for sure I have time. Yes. But like the waiting, I, everyone has to wait. Mm-hmm. Especially if you travel, you have to wait much more than if you don't ah, travel. That is true. <laughs> and also actually performing... The experience in performing is also yeah. backstage, sitting, t- rehearsal, sitting. Fun. So perhaps it's a. Ne- I never thought of this time as using it for training my consciousness for stage. Would be a good one. Yeah, just like before you improvise, lay on the floor, try to relax, uh, focus on your breathing, and then start improvising. It's much better than, okay, no, I'm. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very Buddhistic. Yeah. <laughs> and you discovered this during your studies then, that you have this, or you've always had this sense of I need to find this Buddhistic inner peace, or what is it? I think it depends a bit on the character, but like I always had this. Mm-hmm. I was always attracted by... I'm not saying that I'm living an ascetic, ascetic life. Uh, what an ascetic is like a guy was living in Norway in a fjord. In sobriety. Yeah. I was always like uh, very attracted by this kind of life. Um, so I, I, I take small things out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because on the other hand, we're in Berlin <laughs> where everything happens <laughs> and it's so crowded. Yeah. So it's the opposite of a yeah. of a hut in Norway. But still, but still it's a dream. It's not really, no, it's a dream, but I know it will happen, so it's not really a dream. <laughs> um, um, that I know in 20 years, I'm sure I will not live in Berlin anymore. I mm-hmm. will live somewhere and I have a house and a nice garden. Somewhere more quiet. Yes. <laughs> now it's okay, because now it's, uh, I don't know what we do, is a kind of subculture, chuckling. So um, I also need to get inspiration, I need to have people who do somehow the same thing. It doesn't need to be necessarily chuckling, but it can be also like, I don't know, composing music, writing, whatever. Um, and Berlin is for me in the moment the, the best city. Mm-hmm. If I'm in my own town, which yeah. is like much, much smaller in the south of Germany. Where are you from? Uh, Constance. No, no, it's uh, the border to Switzerland. Still okay, Germany, really southern Bayern. Um, if I'm there, like, um, there's nothing really which is attracting me. Because every all the artists come to Berlin or like come to the big cities or so. Yeah, Berlin is a deep place to be. This attracts <laughs> me too all the time. I have to come back every year again. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Berlin, um, I want to dive more into you've learned a bit. Are now actually just above the catacomben, which are closed, but you've been taking care of them for how long is it? Eight years, something like this. Like that, that me and Josh is taking care. Yeah. It's like uh, seven years, eight years. Yes. Yeah. Before it was Alan Plim who was opening it. Uh, also seven years before. Seven okay, years. so it's fifty so, years catacomben. Yeah. But for those who don't know, the catacomben is one big meeting place in Berlin for artists, for jugglers mostly, but also other circuit performers to train. 
Whatever not, not, they like. only, not only performers, I would say. Also, like now in the last time, we changed a lot. There were much more dancers of mm -hmm. all kind of direction. Yeah, I would say performing artists. But yeah, the focus mm -hmm. is somehow on juggling. But like we try to also take the hour people. Yeah, and they've been closed for the last year. Yes. Big question, of course, is are they going to open again? <laughs> That's a big question, and I cannot answer this. <laughs> no, like in June there was a big, big fire. Um, like with a damage of almost 1 million euro. Um, <laughs> what, what, what burns inside of a catacomb? That's also a good question, no one knows. Um, I don't know, there, were, there are a lot of suspicion, I will not tell now. Um, but like, um, we hope that we will be able to reopen, but now f because of the fire we need special permission of uh, different uh, bureaucratic things in Berlin. So to prove that you are, have a safe space, or yes. yes, air quality and stuff, or air quality and like I don't know. Once they get they 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 put attention on you, then it gets. So now actually the next problem is now it looks like that we will need an elevator for disabled people. Um, for disabled circus artists who want to go down the train. Yes, <laughs> which is like I don't know forty thousand euros. Oy. So um, we will see what happens with this. Yeah. Problem. But we will, we will fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you've got a lot of support from all the circus artists here who've been. Yeah, but unfortunately, it doesn't help, like in yeah. regarding this problem. Yeah, no, no, no. They, they don't also, we cannot do anything. We, we have to pay an architect who is doing all the speeches with the bureaucratic people. So actually, we just can wait, and then we see. Perhaps we find like somehow like a. We need to find a politician. In Berlin, who, who is interested in says yes, yeah. but this space is so important culturally, and uh, they cannot afford to to buy uh, an elevator. So yeah, um, see. That's over fifteen years, you must have collected enough material to prove how important you are. Also, so yes. you would say that uh, yes, but like Berlin is, a, which is super, actually it's super nice, like uh, that it takes such a lot of care of, uh, for example, disabled people. It's very nice, mm -hmm. um, but. Sometimes, now in our case, it's too much because yeah, like slightly irrelevant. Like not having it, or it's like yes, <laughs> <laughs> such a pity. But yeah, yeah, we deal with it. We will deal with it. <laughs> Within juggling, uh, I, if I were ever to try to categorize or try to put you in a box, I would recognize a lot of it as a person who moves and dance and you work together with your wife who's a dancer you've said before that she's a dancer like object manipulation you're an object manipulator likes dancing or moving um what what what, what is this it makes moving what's the difference between a dancer and a juggler and how do you describe yourself to somebody who's not a juggler mm. Mm. it's difficult it always depends also where you are in which country but yeah, like if I say to someone here in Germany, I'm a juggler, then I, I really have to, yeah, but like I'm a juggler, I have no red nose, there are no three camels behind me. Still in Germany uh, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I also don't want to become too sophisticated. Yeah, I'm manipulating objects yeah, in no, physical theater. People have blah, blah, no blah, clue blah. anymore. Um, um, I don't know, like... I don't see a big difference between dance and juggling. Um, 
it's like uh, there's not juggling and there's dance and then it's able to connect the both mm -hmm. because the dance is already in the juggling um, for me it's a definition like I would say like dance is move, moving mm -hmm. and um, and I try to find a movement which is natural um, like whatever like if this cup of tea would fall down now and I do this movement to catch it this kind of movement I want mm -hmm. because and yeah so it's natural mm -hmm. and everybody has the same reaction and everybody is doing this movement different because everyone has his uh, his own body and his own his own socialization of the body um, no, no, no. <laughs> um, so I'm looking somehow for this for this quality of movements. So I don't want to do like a double pirouette like with a nice passé and a arabesque at the end because that's for me an artificial movement. Yeah. I don't want ballet movement. I, I don't say that ballet, that taking ballet classes is not good, but I don't want to dance like a ballet dancer. Have you tried it? Yes, sure. Um, you learn a lot about your body. Like uh, you are able mm -hmm. to isolate different parts of the body. It makes you long. Um, so I'm interested about this kind of movement, and with juggling, it's it's somehow even easier because of course every every movement you require. If the juggling is the goal, of course you need to already move the hands and the yeah. legs around to be able to. Yeah, and it gives you the, the 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 objects are giving you the motivation to move, and somehow this is almost easier than if you if you if you're just there and someone says dance, um, beside of the shame of doing of dancing or feeling naked. Mm -hmm. um, I can very much relate to that in, in the matter the objects you you can put the focus on them and then yeah. follow and it through the objects are telling you how to move mm -hmm. so it's not you who have to to create a picture inside you which makes you move or like uh, um, yeah so like actually it's how how do they let you know what they want to say the objects mm -hmm. <laughs> um I don't know. First of all, like um, you can find uh, throwing catching units or throws or catches or sequences, uh, which I don't know. Like just like if you catch, uh, no, I have to move. If you catch the ball here, mm -hmm. uh, there's not there's not a lot of space to catch. Yeah. So if you put away your hip, you have more space. It's mm -hmm. difficult to show now because yeah. like... Uh, of course, um, then, then the object requires or the, the move requires that you move more. Yes. And then you can think, okay, if already the hip is doing naturally doing like this small movement, so perhaps I just follow this movement with the hip mm -hmm. and then you can look what, what's coming out of this. Um, so I think it's possible to have an approach on the tracking which uh, which makes your body move more than if you just juggle five balls and do mm -hmm. whatever, seven, four, four. Um, and then you just can find ways of incorporating the body more uh, and finding more the quality. Like, I don't know, just, just find movements and don't stop with the movement. Have a look what happens with the movement if mm -hmm. you go even further. And then there are just other things. It's a bit like a meta position. Like um, for sure, you can throw the balls like away that it looks like that it's not you who are throwing it away. Mm -hmm. um, but for sure, it's you who decides. Yeah, that that, that's indeed. Um, <laughs> you get away with that. But um, but then it's coming back this emptiness. 
if you throw the ball away, you should not know that you will throw the ball away. And uh -huh. then it looks honest. It's, and this is the kind of thing where you lose again the consciousness then? Or I would not say consciousness. You forget but that you like, threw it? Yes, like you're just in the moment and the ball goes there and you're really surprised that the ball is going there. Mm -hmm. If you know it before, then it's like uh, this one. But if you don't know, then it looks real because it's real. Is this easier know. in improvisation than on stage again? Because I would imagine if you plan to do it already, you know, an hour before <coughs> I'm going to do the move at the end, it's going to be hard to ignore that you know it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's... Yeah, I think it's more difficult on stage, but it's... But you learn. Yeah. And do you practice the movements um, outside of the juggling, or do you exclusively dance with objects in your hands? I both. I do a lot. I just dance a lot. I just put on music and I dance for my own. Mm -hmm. um, and there you can find uh, ways of giving you the motivation to dance. Like it can be very easy. You just say, okay, here the, the left shoulder. Now I just put the focus on the left shoulder and mm -hmm. just have a look what happens with the left shoulder if I move. Um, and then I, I move a lot with the object in the hand. Sure. Well, how did you discover all these manners of like working with these spires or things? Did you were you in dance class at some point? Or? There was a time I did a lot of dance classes. Like half a year, I took uh, everyday dance classes. Hmm. Every day? Every day. But don't ah, but half a year, yes. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, it's not such a lot. I don't know. Well, like, it was always there from the beginning. I, I juggled and I was always moving while juggling. I was never standing mm -hmm. in the place. And then it just develops. And then because of the teaching, for sure, you have to find the structure. You have to think why, not exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing, but like uh, how I do what I do mm -hmm. to, to be able to, to, uh, transmit, uh, to transfer it to the students. Mm -hmm. So like with the teaching, I think I learned a lot about my own chatting. Ah, this is a nice student, it becomes well, very valuable to teach. It's, uh, yes. Uh, I always say it's also a bit cheesy, but like uh, when I teach, I'm also a student. So it's not uh, me. Uh, it's, it's, it's the wording that makes it cheesy, not the actual. <laughs> yeah. Do you teach in, in Isaac still also? I teach still in Isaac. And yes. then there's some other things or irregular classes? It's irregular. Like um, like when the catacomb was there, I was when I'm in Berlin every Monday I give give like an open laboratory, I mm -hmm. it. Um and then like very irregular I go to all the European circuit schools and I give uh, like a five day workshop. But it's always uh, very different. Yeah, this is nice. If you have the opportunity to use this to learn yourself, then uh, it's benefiting everybody in so many ways. Mm -hmm. uh, um, we just talked about before we started about about color, and um, this is also interesting because you have you have so much um, color in a way in your juggling. Like the, the the movement gives you such a broad range of of skills to take from, of tricks to take from. On the other hand. You've been very limited to indeed using the white color, using balls, using uh, black clothing on stage. Is 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 there a reason for this big contrast? Why at the one end you are like this, the broadest palette, and on the other hand the smallest? Or is it only possible this way? Everything is possible, but like um, as as I said before, I, I like white mm -hmm. because white gives the possibility for all colors to appear. 
on the white. Mm-hmm. So this white is not the color actually. No, no, black is not the color. Yeah, no, white, white is a reflection of multiple colors at once. Okay. Um, Technically. Yeah, actually, I, I like if it's a, as minimal as it is, as more you you can show. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like if my walls would be like uh, pink, red and yellow, this already tells such a lot. Mm-hmm. And it depends what you do, but like for me, I would say it's a kind of noise. And like, I really like if the things are very modest and minimal behind. And um, then, I don't know, I think everyone, everything is able to shine more. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like, like it's, it's important to be neutral that, uh, I don't know, that the other emotions are able yeah. to contrast much more. It's a bit about this. And black, I don't know. Yeah, because it's, it's about nice the contrast. contrast. Yeah. And it's a nice contrast and like, yeah, I think it's really, boom. I'm really taking somehow like, I'm saying not a lot of things with the black, but it gives a lot of possibility. It's the same with the color of white. And with the balls, is it the same motivation to use balls rather than any other objects? Um, I like balls. I don't know, it was a subconscious decision I, I did. Like for sure, when I started checking, I was checking everything. I loved cigar boxes. Yeah, I, I read this. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought of bringing some, but then I didn't. Where are you at? Uh, there's, there's interviews of you all over the internet. Okay. There's someone, uh, a few people check this out. There's on, on jeanlet.net, ah, I think. The French training website. And okay. there's, a, there's a Spanish weblog, or I think okay. it was it an interview with you. And then there is a video of you on, with, on a Mexican tour okay. somewhere. Yeah. And you've mentioned this before, okay. but I'll, I'll push the link so that people know more, <laughs> yes. and they can. Um, ball. Um, I don't know. Like, um, I like if the object is not made for no, not made for chuckling. Like what I want to say, like a ball is not necessarily made for chuckling. Ah, it's very abstract. It's like well. a very abstract form, and it's a very easy form, and it's a very yeah easy form. And like, um, if I would use like a Sometimes I have the problems with clubs. This form of clubs people use, it's only used in chuckling. Yes. So I really, this some, somehow disturbs me. Mm-hmm. It depends. Like sometimes there are performers who chuckle with clubs and I absolutely don't have this feeling. So I don't no, want I, to exclude I know it. But like I like the minimalism of a ball because it can be also like, uh, it can be the world we are standing on. It can be like, um, I don't know, there are a lot of balls. Yeah. Well, of course, there's multiple solutions to this problem. You, you could, for say, juggle cubes or juggle plates or That's juggle awesome. knives. Yeah. I don't know. I tackle balls and... Uh, uh, as long as you like it. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah, change. Yeah. I, love, I love the juggling <laughs> the balls. I'm just curious how this like to be this kind of thing. If I would have the feeling, okay, now I explored everything with the balls. And I, there's nothing left to be explored. Then you go for bouncing balls. Then I would go f- for bouncing balls. <laughs> or perhaps I would go to like a Möbius uh, stripe or whatever. Um, no, did you see that? <laughs> but like until now, I, I, I know it's never finished, mm-hmm. the research with the balls. Uh, you still spend a lot of time researching constantly? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, sure. What, what is it that you're looking for right now? Um, 
always this emptiness thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you no, know, the, the chuckling becomes more personal. Like I have the feeling what I did like uh, 15 years ago or 20 years ago. Um, it, it's less personal than what I'm doing now or what I'm showing on stage. Mm-hmm. Like um, it's not about it's not about being able to juggle seven balls or to like it was a lot in earlier times about okay I have this pattern and it's a very difficult pattern so I want to show this pattern. But now it's not anymore about this pattern and or like showing seven balls because I know everyone who, who trains is able to juggle seven balls mm-hmm. after a time and everyone who is seven, doing seven balls one at a time on stage it's then also able to do it on stage but it gives me nothing special because I know it's normal um, but I want to see something which is more personal um, it's difficult to explain I want that the yeah. juggler is also juggled by the objects or is juggled by emotions I'm somehow I'm, I'm more interested in that I see something personal from the chuckler. Like, what does the chuckling make to him? Like, I want to see a person meditate on stage. I want to see him very, very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to see the solution, how to come out of the sadness. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, these are qualities that are more often recognized in dancers than in jugglers, hey? If it's not ballet, yes. Yeah, <laughs> of course. There's, there's also the difference. Also yeah, there, there's their dancing that it goes into the technical side of doing tricks in a way. Yeah. But, uh, oh, it can but be it's atypical for circus still. It's even after, after 30 ways. years of modern circus. Yeah. 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 Or it can be also now I was speaking about emotions or something. It can be also like um, that someone is very interested in quantum physics. Mm-hmm. And um, I know if someone will do like a big research with the chuckling and quantum physics, he is able to show the fluctuations of quant, quants or things like this. Um, I think there are pictures and I think every picture is also possible to, to show it with the chuckling. Is there an audience for this? And yes. have it? Because if you if yeah. can't explain in words what you do, like, I imagine it's very hard to sell what you do. It depends how provocative you want to be. Uh, I don't want to be provocative. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't know. I think, I think in general the audience is very open. Um, the, the audience is much more open than the bookers, actually. Um, and if the audience feels... I would recognize this, yes. Uh, if the audience feels that what the guy is doing there or the girl is doing there is very serious and he really gives something from himself and um, they also see that he has a relation with, uh, the, opt- with, with the skill he is doing then they appreciate it but then you don't need to tell seven words like, mm-hmm. it's also not about denying the technique because this is also like a tendency in dance I feel like that they don't dance because uh, they don't want uh, to show skills or technique. Mm-hmm. This is something which I really enjoy in circus. It's like I love to see virtuosity. I love to because it's it's very special. And like there's a guy like if if a guy is is dancing thirty years and is training a lot, um, I love to see him move because. Uh, 
then it's also not skill and technique anymore because like it becomes part of his uh, of his body and this I love to see so um, and now coming back now to my chatting I love to show my virtuosity mm -hmm. and then all the people perhaps they, um, they see this virtuosity and then they they also for sure they, they, they enjoy it and then they are also much more open to yeah. all experiments Indeed, than yeah, they, if they, I do if, if, if they know that what you do is valuable they accept that everything else you do is also yeah. a conscious choice in yeah. a way and then if you take I don't know, it's a bit like if you take seven balls, you come on stage and then you just let them fall and you do something with one ball. No, like, like um, if you let them fall, but they see that you have the technique to do it, mm -hmm. then it's okay. If there's like coming a beginner with seven ball, let them fall, it's something very different. Yeah. But that's of course an effort to convince people you can do seven balls without showing them. Yes. Yes, but I see it. Like yeah, that. of course, you do, of course. <laughs> Experience helps with the yeah. without the luxury of always performing for for jugglers. Hmm. I don't know. They see much more than we think that the audience is seeing. Yeah, the, the thing you said about the booker, I'm going to put in my quote. This is uh, <laughs> something something really. No, no, like I don't know. Like there, there were some things like uh, no, you cannot perform because you're performing barefoot, and like hello, um, and like the audience doesn't care. It doesn't care. Mm -hmm. uh, like there are a lot of. This, oh no, this, this act is too serious, it's too dark, it's too violent. And it was very funny because I said, no, you cannot perform it. And then someone got sick and then I had to perform it. <laughs> and then, and then the, the, the audience it. really liked it. And it was very <laughs> funny because then she was very nice after. And like, I'm sorry for that. Yeah. Like, they're afraid because they think people want to see always the same, but it's not true. Would, would you know what, what it is that bookers, what, what holds bookers back? Like, do they have bad experience with performers? That go beyond conventions. Perhaps I don't know. I don't know. Or it's just that you you go beyond conventions like others, but you happen to do it in a very good way. But you're next. You might be an exception. Hmm. I, don't I I don't know. Bookers want want to be on the safe side. So and they they. Uh, they they think like uh, an act has to be made. Like this, mm -hmm. um, and they're afraid of showing something else. Do you deal with dance or with circus bookers? And is there a difference? Do you know? Huh? Do you deal with dance or with circus bookers? I can imagine the dance bookers might be more open to your to your work. It's exactly the opposite. Really? Yeah, because like I don't know, it's different. Like in France, I think it's different. But like in, in Germany, if you say to a dance festival, "Hey, I'm a juggler," it's over, finished, out. <laughs> um, <laughs> But like, I don't know, then if you come, yeah, like I do object manipulation with physical theater, then perhaps you can get the door inside, uh, the, the foot in the door. Um, no, but like dance is, is, is as closed as all the other scenes. The scene itself developed so much over the course of a hundred years, yeah. that I would have assumed that they found a way to keep the scene open. That, uh, and I'm not very well, well, well versed in the dance world, so it's just... I'm speaking a bit negative, but like there's yeah, this tendency, of course, there's absolutely. A, there's and also in dance, especially, there's a tendency, what I said about the virtuosity before, that they don't want to see virtuosity. They want to have like a super schizophrenia yeah. theme, and then they only want that you fall on the floor 20 times. So like they're, I don't know, it's not that they're afraid, they just don't 
they think virtuosity is something, it's like posing, mm -hmm. which can be, but it doesn't need to be. And audience-wise, do they have the same expectations? Or uh, I suppose you perform for different kinds of audiences? Um, I would say the audience is more educated. Yes. I know, it's difficult to say. Like, it also depends what you want to do. Like, I, I, I think it's a dream, but I, I hope to, to reach the super experimental dance people as I want to reach the housewife in a smaller city. I, I think also in everything I do, in every act, in every piece I do, this is always like a kind of basic... Uh, yeah, you want to reach both of them with the same material. Yeah. I would rather myself write different performances for different audiences, yeah. but if, if you find it, it's, uh, it's the magical piece. It's, uh, yeah. Is it in the future? Are you going to keep on juggling for the next 20, 30 years? And sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, that would yeah. be, be really good to see. This. Yeah. And we also keep researching, so we'll keep on seeing new things. It will come. Uh. Yeah, and I saw your, you also recently uh, directed the show. So is the direction you want to yeah, direction you go more into? Or I don't actually know much about the project, if you want to. Mm. You don't know it's if it's like, ongoing or? It's like, um, I opened like a chucking company. Mm -hmm. Until now I call it more like we are a pool of, until now, 12 chucklers. Oh, that's a lot. Yes. Um, and I, we are working on, on, on the show. On like on a piece, um, it's still in the beginning or beginning middle. <laughs> um, yes, it looks looks like that you can see it on the EGC this year. Okay, I'm lucky. Uh, I'm going there this year, <laughs> so that's uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So like we are pool the chocolates because like in the moment um, I cannot pay them. So um, twelve is still lot. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so if if we have like a research time, if we have if we meet, um, there are always like around seven eight people there because the rest have to mm -hmm. work, which is still the the major thing for sure. Um, yeah, we are creating a piece about you will see. And they trust you enough to take the lead in this, or they you do much together, or because if you don't pay them, they, they need to keep them for. They trust me. I, I know them all of the chocolates I know since long time. Mm -hmm. I know that they um, they all have a very special chuckling which incorporates a lot the movement and uh, um, so we always do research we play around and then sometimes I direct it. And you've approached them to start this. Yes, it's your wish. Yeah, it's a lot about chuckling as a language. It's like uh, how we can use the chuckling to to say something. Mm -hmm. Can it be like also like it's so boring here. Or you can say this with chatting. Mm -hmm. Or just like the sun is shining, but I like more the nights. Like um, this is a bit the goal to be able to translate every sentence into chatting. And the whole group communicates one thing? Because I mean, imagine if you have 12 characters with 12 different wishes in diff different things to say. It depends. That's a challenge. Sometimes it's very nice if they all say the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, 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 that's easier, but then they need to be able to express it with yeah, Absolutely, then it's about the, the writing and the dramaturgy. Um, 
it, it depends. Then. It depends on the choreography. For sure, some if like ten ten people are saying we we, we love we we love sunshining, and one people is just saying no, I I love the rain much more. It creates something mm -hmm. different. I hope I get to see it this summer. Hope you go. Let's check really quick. Da, 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 da. Critical mess is the name. Critical mess, yeah. I I, I like that. It's a clever name. The, with the, with mess is an e like. Yeah. I'm not sure if our English pronunciation is, is good enough yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> Don't start with uh, English pronunciation never. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We're reaching uh, more of the end of the thing, but before we get to the final thing, I have a couple small things. First is, uh, people want to find out about this show, about what you do. Uh, where should they look? Or what do you recommend? About Critical Mess. About Critical Mess, about, about you. Can people approach yeah. you somewhere? Um, like, I have an internet page, but it's not updated <laughs> since a long time. Um, no, like my Facebook page, like there I always post uh, the new things if we do showings, uh, if we perform. But I think that's the only way of uh, reaching. Yeah. And maybe come to EGC? That's the other thing, come <laughs> to the EGC. And the have a look next year at the festivals in Europe. Uh, the, the performance festivals? Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, also do this, this uh, would be cool if you were in the Netherlands again. Or? Yeah, this would be super nice. Like now the ETC is like it will be our first real performance beside all the showings here and then uh, we will work the winter a bit and then let's, uh, let's attack the festivals next year and after in two years. Could be cool. And then we'll to Holland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the critical mess then, yes. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you want to share with the German world that hasn't been said that needs to be heard? There's a camera now, there's a possibility. <laughs> I already said a lot of things. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. If not, that's all right too. Just like I, I, we spoke before, I just did a workshop five days with uh, Jean-Daniel Fricke, mm -hmm. um, like for the older jugglers. They know him because he was connecting uh, Bhutto dance with juggling. And Bhutto dance is it's in Japanese, it was created in Japan after the after Hiroshima, it mm -hmm. was especially created to somehow digest what happened there. Okay. And it's like a very intense way of moving or dancing. Actually, it's forbidden to move by your own. There always has to be something which moves you. So like they work a, they work a lot with uh, words, pictures and images. Okay. In the beginning, you just hear like a, like a phrase. And you just, for two minutes, you just have to be silent and try to do nothing. And then if you're really empty, for whatever reason, your shoulder starts to move. Um, so this is a bit the, the, the concept. It's very hard in the beginning, especially if you have objects in your hand. Um, but uh, Because there's, you have to get all the input, you're not taking input from the objects. No, you don't take the input from the mm -hmm. objects. No, it's always something... I think it always starts here in the stomach somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's super, super mega helpful to find another way of uh, existential chuckling, I would call it. Um, so, Sean Daniel Fricker, if you look where yeah. he gives workshop, or if you have a circus school or whatever, have a look if you find it interesting, invite him. 
Das macht schon also Celine his, uh, his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, but they stayed at yours just this week, so they just stayed the they were sleeping here. On on this on this on this bench. <laughs> yes. On uh this is it my still like smell like two futons and they yes, I don't know. Take dance classes. Oof. Um weed. I'll also sleep take this advice in words of me too. Yeah. Uh weed. Um and everything what you experience is possible to to let it influence your juggling. Read about uh, all the history of art. Let it be music, let it be uh, writing, let it be painting. It's you got a recommendation immediately, one that stands out? A book, a person to research? I don't know. Uh, for me all these Buddhistic things or like uh, not so Buddhistic philosophers, but who, like Nietzsche, Heidegger, Wittgenstein, um, read novels, it doesn't matter what it is. Mm. I think uh, it's good to take the influence from there. And, uh, yeah. Music, I don't know, like, okay, no, like John Cage, John mm -hmm. Cage and Merce Cunningham. John Cage was, a, was, was the musician, and Merce Cunningham was like a dance choreographer. Okay. And like the idea of John Cage was, he wanted to create something which somehow falls out of history. And like he says, always when we, when we create something, we, we, we try, we... It's difficult to explain. Now actually what he was saying is like, uh, everything is music. If we ju just now listen and like the cars outside, mm -hmm. which we don't hear very loud, um, this is also music. So. Um, this I find very interesting that uh, also in juggling that uh, I don't know somehow everything is juggling um, and I don't know there's a kind of very minimal nice thing and it's also a lot about emptiness and it's a lot about uh, the ch chance like uh, by by Hassan or, uh, if you don't uh, like an improvisation, you should not plan it in forward. Things are just mm -hmm. happening. Yeah. And it's a bit in his music. So he didn't want to write a harmony. Because a harmony is already, you're thinking, okay, bum, 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 what sounds nice together? And then you make a harmony. So actually he found a system of uh, creating the notes, like with taking dices. And like every... Like, like actual um, chance. Actual chance. Mm -hmm. so, and not even coming from the inside improvisation no, stuff. No, it's not coming from the inside what he's doing. Um, so and really taking the chance and then listening to this music and you you feel something in the music you don't feel if it's like a well written music uh, something like this okay interesting stuff to look up uh, I asked you before we're in the, we're in the juggling room like there's a couple of videos <laughs> recorded here room, yeah it's yes. just a juggling room <laughs> I'm too lazy to go down in the catacomb and I stay here <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just turn the camera around to the tree balls on the wall, maybe yes. like those. You wanna, you wanna quickly show something to close up this uh, wonderful meeting? Okay. There's some balls, I'll, I'll can pick up the camera and turn it around. Look, I'll first, I'll first show up the wall real quick. Turn the camera. It's just a, can you see it? Oh, yeah, it's the wallpaper scraped away to form three jelly balls. Yeah, yeah, we're getting very good, very good. Without even laying down to breathe for, for 10 minutes before, you can just show off something that you're indeed the real Stefan Singh showing off.
Oops. <laughs> yes. Nice. Thank you very much. You're welcome. It was our pleasure, and uh, yeah, we'll see you later. Thank you for joining me in yet another episode of Juggle Jabber. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know, write, scream, shout, and also tell your friends. And don't forget you can also listen to the audio version. Like you can download it on eJuggle or on iTunes or or I don't know, it's 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 ought to be somewhere. Or if you're listening to the audio version, check out the video version because only then you're gonna see the juggling in the end of, of Stefan. And uh, thanks to IJA for sponsoring, as always. That's super cool. And see you next time. I'm going to sleep. Bye-bye.